in the gospel today, Jesus calls himself a doctor. I call him Dr. J. So he's Dr. J. He's a physician. He's ready to heal those who are sick and those who are suffering. Not just physically, but spiritually. And so Jesus says, I have not come to call the righteous to repentance, but sinners. So the question is, who are sinners? Who are sinners? And you hear the Pharisees and the scribes say, why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Notice that the, the Pharisees and the scribes are not calling themselves sinners. Therefore, they have the great sin, which is pride, which is not acknowledging that you're a sinner, that you have sin. That's the greatest sin, is pride. You always want to avoid pride because with pride, there's no repentance. Because you don't think that you're a sinner. You don't think that you need repentance with pride. And that's why the Pharisees and the scribes, sin is greater than the tax collectors and the sinners and the prostitutes. So the first thing to acknowledge during Lent is that I am a sinner. That we all have sin. Father Anthony has sins here. We all have sins. The priest has sins. We all have sins in the pew. We all have sins. If you're out there listening on the live stream, we all are sinners. That's the first thing to acknowledge, is that we're all sinners. We're all in this together. Sadly, you know, that we have original sin and our personal sins, our mortal sins and venial sins, all kinds of sins. So the first thing in Lent is to acknowledge that we are sinners. We have sin. And we are sinners. But to acknowledge that you're a sinner acknowledges that you're sick. And to say, I'm sick. You ever, you ever meet a person that says, no, 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 I'm not sick. I'm not sick. And they're like green in the face. And they're like, no, 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 I'm okay. And they're, you know, vomiting. No, 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 I'm okay. And it's like, you're sick. Go to bed. You're sick. You know, you look green in the face. You need to go to bed. You're sick. You need a doctor. You need medicine. You need rest. So the first thing is to acknowledge in our souls, we're sick. And because we're sick, we need a doctor. I call him Dr. J. We need a physician. We need Jesus to help us. Why Jesus? Because Jesus is God. Jesus has divine medicine that can heal us. If you try to heal yourself, you won't be able to do it. You won't be able to do it. You can try all methods that are out there, that are presented out there today, all kinds of self-help and everything. And still, it's sin that's at the heart of the problems in our life and in the world. We have to call it what it is. It's sin, S-I-N. And yeah, and we could blame our past and say, well, it all happened when the stork dropped me on my head and, you know, and go into all these things. And yet they may be factors, but also acknowledge, yeah, it's sin. There's something wrong within me. Why do I keep doing the things I hate to do that I don't want to do? This is Romans 7, what Paul says. I lament the thing. I know what to do, but I do the total opposite of what I know what to do. Paul says. And then at the end, 
he says, but thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. He acknowledges, I can't do it except by Jesus Christ our Lord. It's Jesus who's come to save me. So if Jesus has come to save us, why even have a Lent? Think of that. Why go through prayer, fasting, penance, mortification, almsgiving? Why go through that effort if we may stumble and fall? You know why? It's to keep us humble. It is to keep us humble. We have to make that effort. God wants, God wants to give us his grace, but he also wants us to make an effort. He also wants us to repent of our sins. He wants us, repentance means to go in the opposite direction of the direction that you're going in. And so there may be things in your life in which you're going in the right direction, and then there may be things in your life in which you're going in the opposite direction. And we all have virtues and vices in our life. No one is perfect. No one is completely 100% virtuous. Just sit in the confessional with me for an hour or two. You'll see that. No one is completely virtuous. We all have vices. We all have sins. So what do we do in Lent? So at the beginning of Lent, we're always thinking, okay, what should I give up for the Lord? And sometimes we're always thinking food, 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 food. Okay, you can give up food if you're gluttonous or if you have an attachment to food. So for instance, if you're a coffee drinker and, and you say, I have to have my coffee in the morning. I can't go without my coffee. That's what you should go without. See that? That's just, that's just one thing. How do you know which penance to do for Lent? It's the thing where you make an extreme statement, where you say, I have to have this. I can't do without this. I, I can't do, you know, without my phone, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's what you need to give up. I, I can't do, you know, I, I can't give up my Facebook. I have to be on it. That's what you should give up. Or maybe moderate. You can either give it up completely or moderate it. I can't give up my cigarettes. Hey, I need to smoke 200 packs a day. I'm exaggerating. No one can smoke 200 packs a day. But you know what I mean. And people are like, they're just puffing. And they, ha and they always have to have something in between. Yeah, and it's an addiction. And maybe they need some outside help to help them. Well, Lent is a time, maybe reduce that. Maybe reduce it by one cigarette a day. So maybe you can't go cold turkey, but reduce it a cigarette a day. That would be your penance, because it's tough. It's, it's hard to do. So in deciding your penance, decide what is it that you say you cannot give up? That would be impossible. That's what you should do. It should be something that's hard, that's tough. If fasting is not difficult for you, fasting, say, on bread and water, if you do a strict fast, it might be another fast. It might be the fast of your tongue, of where you criticize every single person around you and every single thing around you. 
And you might have your penance for Lent may be to put tape over your mouth and to walk around your house with tape in your mouth, over your mouth, not in your mouth, over your mouth. And see if, you, if you'll break the tape. <laughs> see that? So it's, it's refraining from the things that we know are difficult, that we know are tough. If you don't know what to give up during Lent, you're like, ah, I don't know. Then examine your confession. What is the sin that you confess the most in confession? Maybe where you do it the most or you confess it, this sin frequently. And that's exactly what you should work on during Lent. It's, it's, okay, how can I reduce the sin? How can I combat the sin? But we always do it with God's grace. So it's not just I'm doing it, but we always ask for the grace of the Holy Spirit, the grace of God to help us in our Lenten penance. But do something difficult during Lent. Make it a cross that you need to carry for 40 days or 43 days. You know, Lent is actually more than 40 days. You know that the 40 days only begins tomorrow. So like this part of Lent, it doesn't really count. They kind of call it a pre-Lent because when I was looking at the calendar, I was like, oh, come on, 40 days is difficult enough. And you got to add four more to it. No, Wednesday, Thursday, Ash Wednesday, and Thursday after Ash Wednesday, and Friday after Ash Wednesday, and right now we're on the Saturday after Ash Wednesday. So we haven't even begun Lent. So even if you've messed up already, even if you ate meat yesterday, and you messed up already, and, you know, that, that's a church's penance that they give us, well, it, technically Lent begins tomorrow, the 40 days begins tomorrow. So you always have a chance. I always call the pre-Lent, this is our warm-up. You ever, you ever play sports? I play sports my whole life. And when playing sports, you always need it to warm up. You, always, you, never, you never just went out there and played the game. You always had to warm up. You always had to exercise. You had to get the creaks and the cracks out, stretch the muscles. You get the oxygen in. And that's what this pre-Lent is. It's kind of stretching the muscles. You know, we're, we're doing things that are uncomfortable for us. But that's why we have a pre-Lent. It's, it's it kind of get our muscles tuned for the game. The game begins tomorrow, the 40 days. And remember, Lent is not a sprint. It's not a 100-yard sprint. It's a marathon. So if any of you are runners, where you run long distance, one thing that you know about running long distance is I used to run cross country. One thing that you do is you, ne you never just go all out <laughs> like the first mile because you're going you're gonna to crash. That you have to pace yourself. You have to pace yourself. And there might be some people that are passing you that are going faster, they're in greater shape. And that's okay. Just say, uh, you just go, I'm going to go at my own pace. You go at rabbit pace, I'll go at turtle pace. You go at your own pace of what you can do. But you have to pace yourself. Pace yourself. Don't go all out and say, oh, I'm going to fast on bread and water for the first week and then eat a bunch of cookies and donuts after that because I can't take it anymore because I'm so hungry. 
No, that, that's, that's too much. That's too much. Rather moderate. If, if it's diet, moderate. If it's food or something. So there's different areas and categories that we can fast, that we can do penance. I, I mentioned one, food, coffee. It could be cigarettes. It could be alcohol. Like if you like to have a drink every night, maybe have a drink every other night. So you can moderate it. It doesn't have to be a strict. You can go without alcohol or you can moderate it and say, maybe I'll have a drink every other night, first week. And then maybe I'll have, you know, three drinks the next week and then maybe two drinks the next week. Then maybe a drink the next week. And so you can gradually build up your tolerance if that's what you want to do. Technology is a great thing to fast from. And it's ironic because a lot of you are watching me on technology. But even if you wanted to give up, you know, even the live streams here, that's okay. That's okay. If, if that's what you need to do, to do penance, that's what you need to do. For some people, it might be substitution. Maybe they're watching bad things on the internet and they need to watch good things on the internet. And so maybe this live stream is something that's good or like watching EWTN, it's good. Or, or other shows or talks or whatever, something that's good and wholesome. Maybe it's replacing bad movies with good movies in your life. See that? Technology is a big thing for us to avoid because it's, it's in our face, it's there all the time with us. So think of, think of things like that. What's technology, you know, if, I'm, if, it's, if it's got a hold on me and I don't have control over it, Lent is a time for me to, you know, moderate it, to really put forth the effort. And you have to be creative to do it. You have to be, everyone needs to be creative to do that. Maybe materialism might be your thing where you're, you're a shopaholic. You ever hear of a shopaholic? A person who goes out and they buy everything that's in the market out there. Everything and anything. And maybe they don't even use half of it. And so if, if materialism, greed, is maybe part of your sin, then for Lent, it might be giving away some of those things. I always say with people with giving, all it takes is one item. Just begin with one item, giving it to the poor, giving it to a charity center or goodwill or whatever. Just begin with one item. If it's too much money that you're addicted to, then begin with $1 giving it to someone. Just $1. $1. That's all I ever say. It all begins with $1. One, 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 one. Always begins with one. If you can do with, without with one, the rest is easier. The rest is easier. So that's another area. Another area might be laziness. Maybe you're slothful. Maybe you're not doing anything. Maybe you're just on the couch eating chips and just 
you know, not, you're, not, you're not doing anything. And so your Lent would be to get up and do something. Get up, pray for others. Get up, do something difficult. It, it might just be your Lenten penance might just be get up in the morning. Get up out of bed on time in the morning. Go to bed on time. Or go to bed at a you know, reasonable time. That might be your penance if sloth is there. See that? So that's what I'm saying. The penance might be different for each and every person. Our Lord wants us to put forth the effort. He wants us to roll up our sleeves. This is a time to work and put forth the effort and put forth the effort. And we're all sinners, so we all need to put forth the effort. And it's a good time in Lent. Always go to confession. Go to Mass as much as you can. You receive Holy Communion. Receive the sacraments. Use sacramentals, because they'll help you. Because as soon as you decide to do penance, guess what's going to happen? The evil one's going to attack you. So expect it. Expect it. Expect that whatever you decide to give up, that is what you're going to be tempted with. Expect that. Don't say, well, why, why do I, you know, why am I more tempted? Now that I'm giving up the, I'm giving forth the effort because it, it is a battle. It is a battle out there. And so we, we need grace to help us along the way. And even if we stumble and fall during Lent, keep getting back up. Keep giving forth the effort. Because just by giving forth the effort, you're being humble. You're acknowledging that you're a sinner. You're acknowledging that you need God's grace. You're acknowledging that you need the physician to heal you. Ultimately, a good Friday. Because ultimately, our whole healing during Lent does not really occur from our penances, and our sacrifices, rather it occurs from the cross, from Jesus himself. He's the one that gives us the ultimate cleansing of our souls during Lent. But our Lenten practices should lead us to the cross. Now, for those who are sick and suffering out there, there are some people listening, you're bedridden, you're sick, you're suffering, you're in a hospital. And you say, what, Father, what penance can I do for Lent? I'm already sick. I'm already suffering. What can I do? You know what I recommend? Don't do anything active. Accept all that God gives you. What's called passive suffering. So you don't need to do active suffering if the Lord has given you passive suffering, meaning if he's given you sickness, suffering, and you're bedridden, or you have cancer, you have to go through chemotherapy, you're very sick, and don't do anything extraordinary for Lent. The Lord is already purifying your soul. He's already doing what you wouldn't be able to do by an active penance because he's given you a passive penance. So just accept whatever God has given you. That's your penance. 
And if all you can do, if all the prayer that you can do is kiss the cross, just keep kissing the cross and just accept it for what the Lord gives you and take your medicine, take your medicine, listen to your doctor. Don't say, well, I'm going to give up my medicine for a penance during Lent. You know that St. Faustina wanted to do that, that she did not like the medicine that the doctor was giving her. And so she didn't, one day she didn't take it or Jesus appeared to her and Jesus said, my daughter, I do not like that attitude. He said, take the medicine that the doctor has prescribed for you. And do you know that Sister Faustina's doctor was Jewish? He wasn't even Christian. He wasn't even Catholic. He was Jewish. And Jesus said, listen to your Jewish doctor. He's a good doctor. Take the medicine that God, you know, that the doctor has prescribed for you. So do take the medicine. That's not bad during Lent because you're already suffering. So be consoled because those who are physically sick and physically suffering are already united with Jesus on the cross. So ask the Holy Spirit to enlighten you during this Lent. As far as what area that you need to do the sacrifice or penance. And it'll be an area that you do not like. Pick the area that you least like, that you don't want to do penance, but you know you need it, but you don't like it. You'd rather do another penance. That's easier. But pick that area that's hard and difficult. And there the Lord will work his grace with you. He'll see you through whether you're totally faithful to your penance or you're not faithful. Because all roads lead to the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's the true penance that God gives us. His penance, or actually his penance that he takes on for us of taking our sins upon himself, nailing them to the cross, and washing them away with his most precious blood. That's why we call Jesus the divine physician who gives us the medicine of his precious blood to heal us of our sins and our infirmities and to bring us new and everlasting life. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? 
Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.